This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. From Transport Topics in Washington, D.C., this is Road Signs. And now here's your host, Michael Fried. Thank you for listening to Road Signs the podcast series from Transport Topics that explores the trends and technologies that are shaping the future of trucking. As we move into the month of September, we celebrate the worker who is solely responsible for the lion's share of our economy's movement. We're talking about the truck driver. Road Signs will devote the month of September as Trucker Appreciation Month. In this series, we'll speak to industry leaders about the main engine that keeps our roads busy and our businesses moving. In this episode, we'll ask the question, what can truck drivers do to stay healthy around their busy schedules? Physical and mental health has increased in awareness over the years. Being a truck driver in a sedentary position for long periods of time can put a wrench in one's fitness goals. What can drivers and fleets do to overcome this and achieve a healthy lifestyle? For the answer, we welcome to the podcast, Stephen Kane of Rolling Strong, a fitness and wellness company catered toward truck drivers. Welcome to the show, Stephen. Thank you. Glad to be here. Thanks so much. Glad to have you on. Just for our guests, um, you know, Rolling Strong is a fitness and wellness company that uses a mobile app to help carriers and drivers improve their overall health and wellness, among other things. Uh, just to kind of put that out there for our guests. Stephen, once again, I'm glad to have you on as part of Trucker Appreciation Month. We'll be talking about wellness and health, and I felt that you're a great person to, to, to speak about this. But before we get to all the things that Rolling Strong does and the you know, just your take on the overall health of drivers and what carriers are doing in that regard. I, I, I definitely want to hear your backstory because you, you definitely have an interesting life when it comes to this and you're really passionate about it in the conversations that I've had with you. So um, just tell us about the, your, your backstory and how it all led to, to, to Rolling Strong. Sure. That's a, that's a great question. Hopefully we have enough time for that. Um, <laughs> um, but, you know, I, you ever like go through life and, and you, and you go through these random experiences and you, you wonder why me, um, or you, you know, you have different learning experiences and they don't, you know, always add up to where you're going in your career. Um, you know, I guess all of that applies to the backstory because I've always been very intrigued about people and about things and educating myself. And so I've had various, you know, areas of study and I've had, you know, just lots of experiences in life. And, and I can remember at one point saying, you know, wow, this is, you know, this is all coming together for a reason, for a purpose. And so I'll, I'll highlight, you know, some of those things, but, you know, number one, I mean, my, my dad had trucks, you know, he, he was a, a, an entrepreneur and had several businesses, one of which was a trucking company. And out of all the things he did, I just thought that was the coolest. And so, you know, I learned how to, you know, change tires and, and you know, PM the truck and eventually was able to go on runs with my older brother and unload. And, um, and then, you know, after college, I thought, I want to go drive a truck. So I went to, you know, CDL school and jumped in a truck and figured I'd, you know, maybe there's a way I can use what I, you know, my studies from college and some of my other experiences and, and maybe build towards something bigger in trucking. And, uh, you know, so that was kind of the, you know, the foothills of my, of my journey. Um, and, 
you know, so, you know, it just so happened that I also was very athletic. I, you know, boxed, I wrestled, I, you know, boxed in college. I, um, you know, and was, was always interested in, in, you know, the physical aspect of it. And I had, and I, you know, and I had challenges. So, you know, I'm not one of these people that was a born athlete. I wasn't born with a, with a washboard stomach and, you know, where it just came easy for me. I, you know, had to run the extra laps to keep up with the other kids. I had to, you know, it was always a, a challenge, you know, and then when I was 19, I got in a motorcycle accident and I, uh, broke my skull, my back, my shoulder, my ankle. I woke up a day later in the hospital and was in pretty rough shape. And, uh, you know, and so that kind of slowed me down a bit. Um, you know, but through the years I, I worked at, you know, and, uh, for allied van lines, great opportunity, you know, hard work. I, you know, worked for a regional P and D company in the Carolinas for a while. And then I had a wonderful opportunity to get on with a, with a, with a big carrier, old dominion freight line was fantastic. Um, real great experience for me, learned a lot. Um, but during the time that I was at the carrier in Carolinas, Piedmont, I was diagnosed with cancer and, you know, that was a, I mean, you know, you, you know, all these different challenges and growing through life, like we all do. And I finally felt like I was at the pinnacle of my success. I was an ops manager. I was running this little dispatch office. I, um, you know, I had a, a two year old at home. I, you know, had a little, um, you know, double wide modular. I, you know, felt like, Hey, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm getting there. And all of a sudden you go into the doctors one day and they tell you you have you know, um, cancer and it's metastasized into your, your lymph nodes. And, you know, so it was a rough bout. I was allergic to the, to the uh, particular, um, cocktail of chemotherapy. So I had to go live up at Wake Forest Baptist hospital. The silver lining in that was that the entire, um, truck driving staff at, at Piedmont back then donated an hour of their paycheck a week for, months and months so I could go through surgeries and I can go through chemotherapy and, um, and that resonated with me. And, you know, I got back to the workforce and in a financial crunch and, you know, trying to pay the huge out of pocket and co-pays and everything else. Um, I eventually ended up, um, at, at, at OD where I, you know, had a fantastic insurance plan and, and good pay and all that. And I kind of started over as a driver. Um, and, I always moonlighted on the side as a coach coaching boxing and that led to owning boxing um, and, and kickboxing schools. And so, you know, I've always been passionate. I was passionate about, you know, everything that I was doing with, you know, the boxing kids programs, the community um, and, you know, equally, you know, at a company that I was at able to learn just so much, you know, about the infrastructure of trucking and, and the bigger picture, you know, when you got into all the different operations that a company like that has. Um, and, you know, I started kind of nurturing this idea in the back of my head that, you know, I wanted to give back, right? I, <clears throat> these drivers that had really saved my life, um, you know, with their, with their contribution and in which by the way, also included, they, they bought me a Trek bicycle and put it in my living room. Um, so that while I was getting better, I, like I had this motivation that once I got through chemo that I could get back on this bike, um, you know, and, and ride to work, which I did. Um, and I still have that Trek bike. Um, and so, you know, I just, you know, I always had it in the back of my mind. And, it, and at one point, you know, I was, I was responsible for deploying um, a telematics system to the, to the fleet that I was with. And 
doing all the training and the, and the data analytics and, and I, and I was very hungry, right? So I was self-teaching myself data science and process improvement and, and IT and, um, and, and, and code and software. And, uh, and so at some point I just kind of had this vision in my head of how you can take fitness and nutrition and you can take technology and you can take transportation and you can mash them all together and and I saw the 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 need for this for this enterprise level scalable platform that could be built and deployed to this industry to really help truck drivers and, and give them tools that they need. Because I could remember going in to, you know, wellness screening events, you know, and if you were lucky enough, you know, with your start time or your finish time for that day, even as a local driver, to even get your wellness screening, let alone follow up with somebody that can help give you guidance and direction. And so, you know, the idea had been birthed um, about this, you know, this concept. And, uh, you know, so I left, you know, the corporate world and started a consulting uh, practice and, and started building this idea at the time was called TruckFit. Um, and I started building that out on whiteboards in my apartment. Um, and, uh, you know, and it was great. And I built, a, you know, helped build a software for another company called Velocity. And I, you know, and was very involved in that. And they also had an, a, a, an interest in helping drivers you know they their business model is to keep trucks you know moving on the road and, and keep the aftermarket systems moving but they also were interested in keeping the, the person behind the wheel moving um and in, a, and in an age where we have you know lane departure and forward collision avoidance and and eld and and trailer tracking and and tire pressure monitoring and all these things um it was always um, crazy to me that that we didn't have something that focused on the actual human being that's behind the wheel of the truck, like not just the mitigation, not just the the afterthought training, but you know how do we prepare these people so that when they get behind the wheel, they're alert, they're attentive, they're focused, and we can really reduce um, accidents and worker comp and, and insurance cost. Um, so I was lucky. I mean, you know, Velocity jumped in and funded this idea, and we started building TruckFit. Um, we actually acquired another company called Rolling Strong, um, and uh, you know they had a great footprint for coaching and and other things and that kind of thing. And um, so that's you know when you talk about the name Rolling Strong, you know that's that's where that name came from. But you know my vision, my my origin of this of this business was actually used to be called TruckFit. We were a little worried about the name of that and. You know, maybe other people not wanting us to use that truck fit name. It was too much like CrossFit. Um, but anyways, you know, I, I uh, you know, so I, I did that. And we've been very fortunate. You know, we, we, we've grown this program. We've always stuck to our, our core values and our roots, which is how do we build things that make sense to the frontline truck drivers? And we've had, and we also learned along the way that you have to make that appealing to HR groups and safety groups and, you know, executive teams, um, you know, so you really have to cater to both. And I guess on the other side of that, you know, what you have is, is a, you know, when you talk about Rolling Strong being an app, I mean, really it's a, it's a, it's a very elaborate platform. You know, we've really built this out extensively. It, it's intricate in its design. It does have a mobile app. That's a piece of it. I mean, but we, you know, our secret sauce is our coaching. Our coaches are they're just out of this world. They're fantastic. You'd find that if you, anybody you talk to within our company, they care about helping people. They, they, they know these drivers, they live and breathe this with these drivers every day. 
Um, and I'm proud of that. You know, it's, 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 it feels good to be proud of a team that has that kind of passion. Um, you know, but we've, we've done a lot of neat things. I mean, we've integrated with Fitbit and Garmin and Polar and, and, you know, we have partnerships with, um, you know, CVS health and, and, and Walmart pharmacies and, we handle everything from biometric screenings to, you know, the, the tracking of daily activities and, and points and reward systems to help, you know, motivate and drive, you know, people forward. Um, and on the personal side of it, I also have, you know, stuck to them roots because I can remember when I was building this, um, you know, in the, like the truck fit days. And, and I remember, you know, just a picture was taken to me at one point and I was, you know, overweight. And I was, I was doing the same thing that I preach against, right. I was, I wasn't finding that balance and I was, you know, putting everything into, you know, working and building this company and, and, you know, and, and really it's, you know, it's about, for most of it's, it's balance, right. We don't all have the time to be, be an elite athlete and spend three hours a day in the gym and all that. So we have to find balance. And so I, I actually did, I, I, I became a, um, a member of my own program. I have a director of operations who was my coach in the beginning, Joni Allen, fantastic lady who um, was very passionate about helping me. I checked in with her as a coach, as my coach every week. I used the mobile app and I went from barely being able to run a half mile to running my first 5K that was actually at um, an ATA uh, 5K that we sponsored and completing it without stopping and walking. And then I went on to run 10Ks and eventually a half marathon and eventually a marathon in that same year. And then I moved on to triathlons. And and right now I'm actually currently training for a full Ironman. Um, I'll do a half Ironman in California next month in September, and then I'll do a full Ironman in Panama City Beach. You know, so my balance is running Rolling Strong from, you know, 7 a.m. until, you know, 5 or 6 p.m. And then every night you'll find me out there running 15 miles or biking 50 or swimming too. (laughs) So. From time to time, an issue commands so much of the industry's attention that it requires a deeper dive, a resource readers can turn to, a transport topic special report. We're turning our attention to another big issue, electrification and the key factors that will drive this industry trend. In every case, we're working to provide our readers with information, analysis, and clarity on key issues confronting fleets. One comprehensive resource packed with insights that can give you the edge. Transport Topics invites you to learn more about our special reports. To reserve your copy of the latest special report, visit ttn.ws forward slash electrification. Were you able to catch our technology and maintenance event, Retool? If not, you have the opportunity to reimagine conversations between the corner office and the repair shop by texting Retool to 474747. That's retool to 474747. Tune in to deep discussions about equipment, technology, big picture trucking trends, and the launch of our new quarterly maintenance supplement, Calibrate. Join us for a launch and learn special geared toward your business. I'm, I'm a runner too, so it's it's uh, it's nice to hear that you know just the the routines that other runners uh, do to to um, you know I guess the scratch that itch when you know when it comes to running. That's a that's a that's an obsession. Um, it's it, first first of all, it's fortunate that that you can find a passion that you have such as yours in in physical activity, in working out, and addressing a need 
in, in the industry. And, and it just kind of just uh, brings me to the, the, the work of Rolling Strong. And I just kind of want to talk about the, the wellness program and, and the, you know, the, the platform and, and the app that you have. And I, as I understand, drivers in, in fleets can subscribe to this particular service and where they enroll and they can set up a, you know, individual profile with, uh, you know, just kind of like their, their health metrics and, or their, their fitness goals and things like that. Being, being in that, you said you remember yourself. So if, if, if a driver wants to uh, take advantage of this and, you know, they're enrolled in the, in your service um, and they, they have a profile. What are some of the features and the benefits that, that are, that they are getting out of this? Sure. Sure. Well, I mean, I'll back that up just a tiny bit because, so we have, we have three different market focuses. So we have corporate, we have transportation, we have individual. So for an individual, they can, they can go on the app store, they can download our app, and then they and then that gives them access to all these different wellness services. Um, if it's a fleet, then it really is a whole, it's a whole managed service program, which means we give them an account manager and a coach and, and we, you know, actually have physical devices that we put in the, in the locations, these health check stations. And we, you know, handle, you know, we facilitate all the, you know, annual screenings and, and so on and so forth. Um, and then, you know, more recently within the last year, we've moved over to corporate populations because we found that it's, it's equally as important to have the, the back office, the dispatchers, the people working in safety, and, and certainly the leadership team as engaged in a wellness program as the drivers are, because we all know from studies that drivers often feel siloed. And, you know, this is a great way to bring everybody together for just one good common wholehearted cause, right? Just let's, let's have fun and get healthy. Let's, and so we have a lot of things that we do to bring that culture together and create that, that healthy culture, you know, through that kind of fun, optimistic environment. And so, you know, when you now start drilling that down, so in other words, when we go into a fleet and we start marketing the program and we, you know, start getting people to be aware of it, some people will sign up right away. Some people are like, they're on the fence, but then they go get a, a DOT physical and they get a short-term card or they new year's comes around and they realize they gained 10 pounds. And we like to be that, you know, very kind of open door, very approachable um, source for them that they're like, you know what, I've, I've heard about rolling strong and I think I'm going to give it a try. And so now you get to the point where either a owner operator out there, or a person working for a company says, sign me up. And when they sign up, um, there's a lot of different things that they have access to. Um, not everybody is going to use all the things because there's really so much of it, but our coaches are going to help them find things that work best for them. So our coaches have a very, you know, they're all, they all have degrees, um, bachelor's degrees in either kinesiology, nutrition. Um, we have an assistant physical therapist on staff. Um, you know, so collectively they can cover the whole you know, psychology, um, so they sports nutrition. So they, you know, collectively, they all, you know, have cover the entire kind of um, array of wellness. And so now I'm a member on the program and my coach is going to work with me and they're going to interview me and, and try to understand what my challenges are. Maybe they're going to work with me to get an assessment so we can actually look at numbers. And then we're going to set goals. Goals are very important, short-term goals, long-term goals. And then they have, we, Rolling Strong has five pillars of its, of its wellness approach. So sleep, nutrition, fitness, hydration, and, and well-being. 
well-being covering, you know, whether it be uh, stress management, psychological, um, you know, mental health, uh, PTSD, all those kinds of things. And so they have they have access to those different pieces within the mobile app. So you can log hydration, you can log nutrition, you can build recipes, you can share those recipes, you can um, select from a, a, a huge variety from our fitness library that we have actually built ourselves that have workout programs and stretching and flexibility and um, truck driver daily preparation routines that's really built for that medium, right? So we're not necessarily trying to turn a you know trucker into a bodybuilder um, or a marathoner. We're trying to um, teach a trucker how their body can move again. Um, you know, you talk to a lot of truckers after they've been doing it for a couple of years and you know, I can't run, I can't walk, my knee, my hip, my shoulder. I get it. I was out there. I spent 10 years in a truck. You know, I'm not somebody who tried driving. I'm, you know, I'm a veteran driver. Um, and so, you know, we get it. And so we built modules that really focus on, you know, uh, the joints, um, mobility, you know, getting the hips in the right position. Um, and how do you do things like, you know, pull your fifth wheel pin, you know, crank your landing gear, pull your hood, you know, climb in and out of the truck and, and do these things without the risk of injury. Um, or how do you feel good enough at the end of the day to walk a mile or two at the truck stop? Or when you get home on the weekend, feel energetic enough to go play with your kids in the yard, which is important stuff. You know, the, um, it's important to feel good and healthy when you get home to your family so you can spend, you know, active time with them and inspire them too, possibly. So, you know, so those are the five, those are five main tools that we give them, but there's a lot of things within those tools, all of which people earn points for. And as they earn points, they can cash them in for rewards. But then we have Rolling Strong Games, which is a whole nother really vertical of our business that allows us to create competitions between individuals, between groups, between locations, between companies. Um, we run industry competitions. And we've been very fortunate to have wonderful sponsors that sponsor these competitions with prizes. You know, so, you know, we've done competitions where, you know, we've had several hundred people involved in them and we have um, winner brackets like age group and gender and experience level on the app and so on and so forth. You were talking about the reward system. What, what type of rewards do you, do you offer to members? Oh gosh, it's, you know, it's, it's everything from company swag all the way up to, uh, vacations. I mean, it's, you know, it can be anything that a care. So when we work with a carrier, for instance, we let them define a rewards budget and then they get my, our account managers are very creative coming up with things that make sense, whether it be microwaves or Instapots or, you know, TVs or, um, you know, jackets or running shoes or <laughs> wearables is a big one. We, we give a lot of, you know, really nice, you know, Garmin Fitbit wearables out. Um, and so, and, but then you also have companies that we have awards brackets that go through the year. And so those end of year prizes can include, you know, $500, $1,000, you know, so some pretty, you know, hefty prizes, because if if from an employer perspective, if an employee has actually moved and, you know, their, their numbers and their blood pressure is under 120 over 80, if they're, you know, their fasting glucose is on target, if their mobility is in, in the right position, if they've walked a half a million steps, 
If they've actually done these things, then you have a healthier employee, which there is a return, and it's worth it. If we're giving them claims bonuses, sign-on bonuses, end-of-year bonuses, then, then give them something for being healthy because there is a return on having a driver that's going to spend less time at the doctor or the pharmacy getting hurt or potentially having a catastrophic accident. It's nice that you're having a system where you know, you're, you're concentrated on fitness, number one, and it's geared toward the driver. And you have this, this platform that's, that can be integrated into you know, a fleet management system, and it allows guidance and coaching. And not only for you know, that particular driver's profile, but it, it takes into account you know, where they're at and, and also their work status, too. So have, you know, having, that, having that type of detail for, for a driver to, to maintain his health is, is a great thing. And I'm, I'm pretty sure it leads to much success for for the members that are in it uh, and i'm pretty sure with that success you know there's a lot of success stories that that you hear and i'm pretty sure that's like a like a like a shot in the arm for you <laughs> yeah well you know it's it, we we love it i mean i love seeing you know success with the drivers and you know they've been our drivers that have changed their lives we have drivers that have lost 100 pounds that have gotten blood pressure under control we have a huge focus on um, the DOT certification. Um, so we actually have a program that gives reminders, automated reminders, 90 days, 60 days, 30 days before it. They can engage in a, in, in a um, preparation program um, for their recertification. And that's a big deal to drivers is to get that full two-year two card. Um, but yeah, I mean, as far as the, the results, I mean, on our website, you know, rollingstrong.com, if you click on testimonials, you'll see literally hundreds of, of testimonials, um, from drivers and executives, you know, from both that have used our program that have had massive impacts on their lives. And, and I, and we, and we talk to them directly. I mean, I still, you know, spend time talking with drivers. I have drivers that'll, that have my number. They'll call me, they'll text me. Our coaches are constantly talking to these folks. Um, so as much as we focus on the initial kind of interview and the goal setting and, you know, those changes along the way, um, <clears throat> you know, we're also focused on um, celebrating the, the, you know, the results, you know. Um, but, you know, with the driver population, we also, you know, there are very specific things that we can look at, you know, so look, truck drivers are people. So it's not like they're, you know, we always are like, you know, you know, it's got to be truck for truck drivers. I mean, you know, they're not aliens, right? They're, <laughs> they're like me and you, I mean, they're, they're people and they have challenges and all that good stuff. And so, you know, but some of the things that are, that are a focus area for us are number one, they're sedentary, right? More hours. So 11 hours of driving, 14 hours of on duty, 10 hour break. And so, you know, the, the, the regulation around their lifestyle is different, right? Because if you're at the office, you can get up and go to water cooler, you can walk around the building at lunch, all these things, you can stop by Fresh Market, Whole Foods, you can go to Planet Fitness. A truck driver, they're behind the wheel for 11 hours, that's sedentary, their joints and the tendons and, and ligaments that, that connect the muscles to the, to the, to the bones and the, and the surround them joints, you know, they're very tight. And so there, you can't just put them into an intense workout. So we really, you know, have a slow approach that gets them to engage, um, to loosen up those tendons and ligaments and muscles, and then engage them properly so they can get better mobility. Um, you know, caffeine is a big one. They're drinking more caffeine and energy drinks than they are drinking water. And H2O is like the most underestimated um, problem, you know, in, in the body system. People don't drink enough water. 
water is responsible for cognitive thinking, for, you know, the way we, we, you know, break down and metabolize the calories that we eat. There's, you know, there's so much to it and it actually can cause, you know, restlessness and being tired. And, and if you're drinking energy drinks on the last 10th or 11th hour of your run to try to make it through, how can you expect to jump in your bunk, you know, and, and get sleep, you know, so there's these, there's things that are specific to drivers, you know, planning your route, you know, if you get in your truck and you're going to drive from New York to California, you're going to look at the map and you're going to plan the best way to do that. Um, and when there's road construction, you're going to, you know, figure it out. You're going to look at the map. You're going to find the best detour based on the height and weight and everything. Well, when you're planning to get in your truck and drive, you should be doing the same thing with your food, you know, put things in your truck that makes sense. Um, that's not going to get you in trouble when you're hungry and you've been running long and you go into a truck stop, it's very easy with the sea of junk food that's found in most truck stops to grab the wrong things. So prepare for your trip, make sure you have, you know, good supplies of things that make sense for you to eat based on, you know, your, your dietary plan, your macro restrictions. Um, you know, and also it's important for drivers not to eat too heavy to break it down into smaller meals, because what happens when you eat heavy? If I eat a big meal, even for lunch, right, and I get in the truck or on my couch or I sit at my office desk, I'm going to get tired within an hour. It's just too much. My body's working too hard. So, you know, we even focus on what you eat and how much you eat and when in relation to hours of service. In times like these, it's crucial to stay informed. Transport Topics is offering all the information you need to make business decisions in these unprecedented times. And in the wake of the many event cancellations and group gatherings, TT ensures a virtual way to consume business content and conversation. To join the conversation and stay ahead of the news, follow Transport Topics on all social outlets or by visiting ttn.ws forward slash stay informed. The past year has been anything but business as usual for the largest private motor carriers in North America. Private fleets face stiffer and stiffer competition for quality drivers, while freight demand continues to increase. In this episode, we highlight how appreciating drivers will help you retain your talent. But what about keeping up with freight demands? How do you recruit the drivers you need to keep up with the current e-commerce boom? Find answers in the 2021 Transport Topics Top 100 Private Carriers. In this year's publication, my co-host Seth Clevenger dives deep into the issues facing private fleets. He surveys 2021's volatile business conditions and profiles the fleets that come out on top. For the full story and complete list of top 100 carriers, visit ttn.ws slash private 2021. That's ttn.ws slash private 2021. One of the things that I wanted to, to talk with you about before we let you go is you were just explaining just some of the things that, that the truckers are doing, you know, such as, you know, uh, intaking more water and the hydration fluids, um, you know, and, and you're, you've been at this a long time. And, you know, when, when you had started this overall, uh, what, what are some of the things, you know, as you were starting rolling strong and just kind of being cognizant of being fit and healthy, what are some of the things that you're seeing that, you know, other than, you know, you, you know drinking water and, and being uh, aware of, of, of health, what are those things that, that you see that, that are helping drivers in their overall health and fitness? And, and then what, what are some of those other things that, that you're seeing that, that, that can use improvement when it, when it comes to 
the health and fitness? Yes, that's a great question. So number one, um, accountability is a huge piece of any, anytime, you know, if you've already digressed, if you're already a person who's not in that great a shape or has, you know, challenges with some comorbidity, um, it's, you know, obviously doing it on your own people or the family system that's around you may not be, you know, the encouragement you need and you might not have the accountability. So, you know, for me kind of going back to, you know, when I was talking about, you know, my big turnaround, you know, having my coach was huge. Um, you know, being vulnerable enough to say, you know what, I don't have the answers as much as I think I know, because I was a high school football star or a boxing coach or, you know, like whatever it is, like, you know, I'm at a point where I need to be vulnerable enough to listen to somebody else and be accountable. And so the coach for me was, a, was a big deal. And if a coach is doing their job, right, they're listening and they're really hearing what your challenges are and they're not going to just give you everything all at once. I think that's, you know, a lot of people are like, you know, this Sunday I'm changing my life. Right. Well, you know, that's, that's a tough thing to do. So, you know, I found that, you know, making a change at a time was better for me. Right. I change something, I do it consistently. I build that habit and then I'd add something else and then I'd build that habit. It took us a long time to get to where we are and it's not going to change in a month because we've jumped on you know, the bandwagon of a fad diet. Um, and so, you know, having that coach and being vulnerable enough to allow that accountability in your life is a big deal. You know, for me, like personally, I was a carboholic, right? And I, you know, so I was always on this yo-yo of it's either I'm eating a lot of carbs because I love my grandmother's pasta, <laughs> um, or, you know, I, I'm not going to eat any carbs at all because I heard that that's not what you're supposed to do. Well, now I eat ample carbs. I just eat the right kind of carbs for my body at the right time of day. Look, that I I would love to say that there's like this this silver bullet for this that you know there's this perfect fad diet or this exercise routine that's going to change your life, but it's education. It's learning about yourself, your body, your challenges, um, and being vulnerable enough to listen to somebody that knows a little bit more than you do about health education, about handling comorbidities and and chronic issues and allowing them to give you a little bit of guidance and, and setting those, those small goals. So for me, my first goal was simply to lose 10 pounds and complete a 5k. I mean, that's all I was trying to do. I never thought in a million years that I'd be competing in an Ironman three years later. Um, you know, so, you know, and, 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 and so another unique thing about me, and I did this for a couple of different reasons, but you know, my, my girlfriend and I, we, we bought a 44 foot RV and a big truck and we, you know, we're, we're going to live on the road for a couple of years. And, and so I'm now, you know, out and about again with the drivers, I'm 44 feet long. I'm 65 feet long with the truck. Um, I'm just a tad bit shorter. I'm just as high. I'm just as wide. I'm pulling through the fuel lanes. I'm shopping in the truck stops. Um, and so one of the other things that always comes to mind is, you know, it's, it's on the mobility piece. When I stop that thing and I, you know, I'm at a fuel station, those big yellow barriers that they have in the front and back of that fuel walk away from your fuel, but you can certainly do some great stretches on the step of your truck around those yellow barriers that are there and open up your hips and, and your body. So that, you know, that tightness and that restriction doesn't start to occur. Um, you know, those are, you know, and, and so it's not just the idea of doing that. It's making the commitment, you know, your first goal can simply be, you know what, every time I stop my truck for fuel, I'm going to spend that 10 minutes also doing some stretches to open up my body a little bit. 
And doing that will make you look at what you buy for food when you go into that truck stop differently because you took a few minutes to, to create the mindfulness, the awareness that you want to take care of your body. And when you walk in there, a Snickers bar is not going to look as appealing. Um, so, you know, so it, it's just, you know, you know how it is. Look, if you go to go into the gym, as soon as you start working out, you know, you start eating a little better, you know, it's, it's, um, you know, it, it, it's a mindset, but, you know, I hope that answers your question about, you know, for me and what, you know, specifically, you know, specifically I did. I mean, you know, I started running. I mean, I, I ran a half mile and then I had to walk and I was able to run a mile and then I had to walk, you know, I, you know, learned about balancing, you know, my macronutrients where it wasn't such an extreme. I mean, yes, I eat carbohydrates. My body likes glycogen. I like to have a glycogen store when I go out for a run. Um, it feels good to eat a bowl of fruit after a big run. Um, you know, I don't eat, you know, processed carbohydrates. I don't eat a lot of them simple carbs. You know, I eat fortified carbs. I eat things that are, you know, building blocks. Um, and again, it's education. So be vulnerable enough to listen to somebody. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to go into this thinking you're going to be a marathon or a bodybuilder or anything like that. But I promise you, if you are vulnerable enough to listen and you establish some short-term goals and you just start putting one foot in front of the other, you will feel better. You will not ache as much when you get in and out of that truck. You will not feel as tired when you get home and your kid wants to play football out in the yard for a few minutes. You will feel rested when you wake up and you're getting ready to start back on that 11 hour drive. You know, that's, you know, those are wonderful life hacks you got there. Um, you know, especially going to the truck stop and, and you're doing a few stretches. I mean, that's just, I mean, good advice, whether you're a commercial driver or you're just taking your family on a, on a long vacation trip. You know, that, that's, that's tremendous, tremendous advice. Uh, we've been speaking with Stephen Kane, president and creator of the Rolling Strong Wellness Platform. Stephen, it's been great having you on. I learned a lot just just, just from the, the fact of you know working out and, and, and staying healthy because it's 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 uh, like you had mentioned it's a it's a game of vulnerability and you know it's also a, a game of consistency where you know those those little things that you're doing you know just watching what you eat making those short term goals for yourself you know leads into some some uh, some great progress in the in the long term you know thank you for coming on to Road Signs and making us smarter. Absolutely. I, I appreciate that. And, you know, with uh, driver appreciation coming up, I certainly want to give a shout out to the drivers out there. Did you know you can ask Alexa to open transport topics? In just one minute, you will hear the biggest trucking headlines of that day. Be prepared and start your morning off right with transport topics. Before we close, let's take a moment to revisit our original question. What can truck drivers do to stay healthy around their busy schedules? First, a big thank you to Stephen Kane for joining us on Road Signs. As part of our trucker appreciation series, we first wanted to take a look at driver health and how fleet companies and drivers themselves can be proactive in their physical and mental fitness. Driving long hours takes a toll on the mind and body, and having a plan and solid foundation of understanding health and nutrition goes a long way in reaching anyone's fitness goals. As Kane explained, Having a support group like the service provided by Rolling Strong and other wellness platforms are key to helping those seeking a better lifestyle. Also, this personal story of how he overcame unhealthy habits to become an advocate for fitness and helping others to succeed is truly inspiring. No matter what industry you belong to, being in a position to help others change their lives for the better 
has an ultimate and continuing return on investment. If you enjoyed this episode of Road Signs, please let others know. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. If my questions have sparked questions of your own, share them with the Road Signs team or reach me on Twitter at Michael V. Freeze. You can email us at share at ttnews.com. We'll read them and respond daily. And of course, we'll be back in two weeks with a new episode from our Trucker Appreciation Month series. Until then, I'm Michael Freeze. Thank you for listening. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.